Hey, my name's TC Burr. Welcome to Yet, a podcast created to encourage you to get your goal or idea out of your head and into reality. On this podcast, you'll hear stories, encouragements, tips, and ideas to help you write your book, start your business, launch your podcast, or whatever it is you hope to accomplish. Because it's not that you haven't done it, it's just that you haven't done it yet. Hey, my guest today is Kevin Pruitt. Kevin, welcome. Thanks so much for joining the show. I uh, I had a mentor at one point tell me in the past that I should actually let my guests do their own intros. So in that spirit, no pressure, 30 seconds or less, tell everybody who you are and what you do. So I, my name is Kevin Pruitt. I am dad, husband, grandfather, follower of Jesus. I work for a large nonprofit during the day. And at night, I just try to do all kinds of side gigs. Uh, I'm a serial entrepreneur, so I, I like to start things and, and then let other people take them. So, so let's start with that serial entrepreneur, because I've, uh, I've known you for several years. And throughout that time, one of the things that I've always just thought when I think about Kevin, one of the first things that comes to mind is like, man, he's just out there doing stuff. Like you, you got, you got books, you got podcasts, you got all these kind of things that you, you know, you've got these different streams where you're working on different things. Is that something that you kind of have always, have you always had that kind of entrepreneurial spirit? Is it something that's grown over the years or talk a little bit about how you, how you came to realize or kind of grow into who you are and, and with all of that stuff? So I look back at my family heritage. I mean, they were they were entrepreneurs. I mean, my father was an insurance agent. My grandfather's ran grocery store chains. Um, I mean, it's it's one of those interesting things that I is it na- nature or nurture? I I think frankly, I think I was built. I was born with a little bit of a entrepreneur DNA in me. Anyway, yeah. I mean, selling candy at school to other kids. <laughs> I was you know I, I had a paper route that I ran. I sold candy bars door to door. Started working retail when I was 15. I mean, it's it's always been in my blood. If you ask me what I was going to do when I was when I was you know young, I I'm going to business. If I if I don't coach, which I, my father actually thought I was going to do, okay, then if, it, if I didn't coach sports, I was going to go into business. So uh, I didn't have I, I didn't think medical school. I didn't want to be an attorney. Didn't want to be a scientist. Didn't astronaut. Nothing like that. I, I wanted to go into business. That's awesome. So, so it's, it's always kind- been in my DNA. It's always been there. Was there kind of ever like a, a catalytic moment that you would point to in your upbringing or in your adulthood where you could say, this is where, you know, it's always been there, but this is where it really kind of cranked up the heat and I really started running? Or has it just always been that constant kind of flow in the background, no matter what? So this is going to be a little bit of a contradictory answer. So every oh, job that I've had for the last 25 years was not as an entrepreneur. So it's interesting because that's how I felt like I was wired inside, but those that door just didn't open or I was yeah. offered something else and just seemed like the, the thing I was supposed to take that you know the Lord was leading me to do. So it's interesting. But even in those roles, I mean, I don't know if you've ever heard the term entrepreneur versus entrepreneur. It's like people that are in, say, the corporate world that have an entrepreneurial bent to them. So yeah. they're always starting trying to start things within the company <laughs> itself. And yeah. that, that's me to a T. I've always okay. been that way. Okay. So that's funny. I've never heard that term before, but I think that describes me as well. So I work for a really I, I large, agree. I work for a huge corporation, but I'm always the guy who's like, Hey, let's try this. What if we did this? I know that's not what we normally do here, but <laughs> like, so 
this is actually my first like personal, you know, uh, kind of side gig podcast, but I actually started up a podcast at my work, which was something that like nobody on my team even thought we could do, but I I kind of am the same way where I've got a little bit of that, but it's always been within that context of, Mm -hmm. you know, no, you work for a company. This is what you do. Did you ever, when you're, when you're working these jobs, um, did you ever kind of feel like a fish out of water or like, did it take you a while to discover that like you have the freedom to do that entrepreneurial thing or like talk a little bit about how that, how that evolution came for you. So I, I probably have been blessed over, over my entire career. So I've always worked with people that, that tended to give me a little bit of freedom to like the job kind of morphed around who I was oh, that's instead awesome. of me having to, you know, kind of adhere and fit to the, the confines of the job. But for about 20 years, we we worked we we lived overseas and we were in a situation where i was not able to kind of express that that entrepreneurial gene because um you know the requirements of that role said you know you are all in on this one there is no side gig you know opportunity here and we were we were fine with that because you know we had committed to that but sure when we came back to the states and you know 2012 2013 um those those restrictions were not quite the same. And I thought, you know, this is the time, you know, I'm getting older. Um, I've got a little time in the evenings and weekends and let's, let's let those, those, you know, wings spread a little bit. Well, it's, it's so encouraging to hear that you, you're talking about the people that you work with, your, your leadership, always kind of supportive of like, Hey, this is something you want to do. This is an angle that you want to approach the job right. field. You have the freedom to do that, which is awesome. I know, um, you know, some people, I have that as well, but not everybody has that. So that's mm-hmm. so valuable to have. In I think a, you have in to a, earn that a little bit too. For sure. You know, you've yeah. got to do well enough. You've got to do a good enough job at what they're asking you to do to enable them to have the freedom to give you that space. Yeah. So yeah. it's not, it's not a demanded thing. It's an earned thing. Okay. So you've talked a little bit about kind of, you know, you've got, you got a lot of, a lot of kind of streams of, of side things or, you know, entrepreneurial thing, whatever you want to call it. Talk a little bit about kind of some of those, or if there's maybe one or two like big things you're working mm-hmm. on right now that you're most excited about, what are those things? So I, I mentioned earlier when we came back to the States, uh, you know, 2012, 2013, you know, I started looking in, you know, different areas and, I, I love the idea of podcasts, and that was just starting to get a little traction. So I was listening to business startup podcasts, you know, like side gig podcasts and all in tech startups, anything that that it kind of in that space. So I was listening to the content so much that it was like I was listening to it faster than they could create good content <laughs> because there's not like thousands of great podcasts out there. There's a handful. You know? Sure. So. Um, and there was this one in particular called Entrepreneur on Fire. And I would listen to that. And the, the guy just asked his guests the same five or six questions every time. I thought, I can do that. I can ask people questions, you know. Yeah. So I literally just in 2018 just started a podcast called Rising Tide Startups and said, you know what? I'm just going to talk to people that are founding companies that are starting businesses, you know, and I've talked to more than 300, you know, startup founders to date from 30 different countries. And it's been an amazing thing. And everything that I do on the side grew out of that original podcast. So the network, the community, the ideas, everything grew out of that. And I didn't make a dime off that, but everything I've made on the side 
originated from that podcast. All started with the podcast. That's cool. So you said you started in 2018. Is that right? right? Yeah. And you've had January one. Oh, that's awesome. So we're going to launch this one on January one too, which I think that's a great time to start talking about. This one's all about goals and ideas and things mm -hmm. that haven't kind of come to fruition yet. And what a great time to start something new, right? Uh, yep. So I love that. So, and you've said you've had 300 plus people come on. So how mm -hmm. do you, how do you get that network of, you know, people to come? So I'm starting, for example, with just people that I know in my personal right. network. So coworkers, right. people from church, neighbors. Um, but how did you build, like, I don't have 300 people on my list yet. How'd you yep. get there? So I, we didn't start with 300. I started with three. <laughs> You know, nice. so the, I, the first people that I interviewed were people that I knew or they were recommended by guests that I interviewed. So sure. yeah, yeah. everybody that came on, I would say, hey, you know, I appreciate you coming on. Do you have somebody else that you think kind of fits this space that, that we could reach out to that you could introduce me to? Yeah. You know, make that introduction. And then after I would say right at the year point, and I, I started reaching out to people on LinkedIn as well. So I would target specific industries and and just making sure that they were the founder or the CEO. So I would reach out on LinkedIn and say, hey, I've got a podcast. People love to talk about their thing. Whatever their thing is, they like to talk about it. So yeah. give them an opportunity to share that. But um, then booking services started reaching out to me. And they said, hey, you know, we, we've heard your podcast. We had guests. Here are other guests that, that would love to come on the podcast. So since then, since early 2019, I, I have a lot more suggestions than I can ever, you know, accommodate on the podcast. So that, that's worked out really well. That's awesome. That's awesome. So did it, it took about a year, if I heard correctly, to kind of turn that corner between you're like reaching out for people right. to like now people are reaching out to you to come. That's right. awesome. Right. That's awesome, man. So I don't know if there was embedded in that little, little blip. I don't know if there was an offer to refer people to this podcast, but I'm going to assume that it was. And so after the show, I will, I will ping you for that. Absolutely. One of the things, so on that note, so Kevin, I don't know if you know this, but you have been a major kind of inspiration for me to get going on this. You've been a mentor, a coach, an encourager, and you're not afraid to push back. But one of the things that I love most about you is you don't have a kind of scarcity mentality when it comes to this stuff. And, and I think that has been such an incredible thing because I'm not doing exactly what you're doing. Mm -hmm. But there's some overlap, right? Like mm -hmm. I'm looking for people who are just getting started or who may be thinking about getting started right. with something. And it doesn't have to be a business. It could be writing a book or starting their own podcast or getting in shape or whatever. But there's definitely some overlap. So when I first kind of broached this idea with you, mm -hmm. you didn't say, hey, back off, buddy. This is kind of my thing. You said, <laughs> hey, I, that sounds great. And here's some ideas. Here's some tips. Here's some things you might consider. So is that something like, does that kind of come uh, part and parcel with the entrepreneurial gene, or is that something that you've had to grow into over the years too? You know, I, I, um, I try to learn from people that I, I listen to as well. And yeah. so, um, I've had so many people that I've either interviewed or just encountered, like watched a video clip somewhere that, that keep reminding us there are 7.4 billion people on this planet. Yes. You know, I mean, if you've got a scarcity, if you think that the competition is going to overlap in your space, you know, you're not, you're not looking at the market with, with wide right. enough eyes and yeah. Yeah, yeah. the whole idea that, um, and they also talk about niching down. So it's not just a matter of looking at 7.4 billion people. It's like, who is the 1000 people that you need to target that are in your specific niche that are in, you know, that Venn diagram that says, what do I love to do? 
what am I good at and what will people pay me to do? You know, mm-hmm. where is that overlap? And and the key one, the key space in that, I mean, they're all three key, but I think the biggest one is, are you passionate about it? Yeah. Because there's going to be a, a point, you know, Seth Godin calls it the dip, you know, where you, uh, I think in Pilgrim's Progress, it's the slough of despond, you know, you're <laughs> yeah. going to, you're going to be in that valley somewhere and you're going to go, I don't feel like getting up. I don't feel like doing this. I don't want to, you know, but if it's something you're passionate about, you will, you'll, you'll take that extra step and stay in the game. That's so, so important. Yeah. yeah, that's so important. That's a great, so it's actually part of the reason why I named this podcast yet because yet is such a powerful pivot word in it. Like yep. think about it, it changes the complexion of an entire thought or idea. So like I could say, Hey, I haven't written my book, which, right. you know, but then you add the word yet to that. And now all of a sudden there's, there's full of hope and promise and expectation that that's going to happen. So it's not like this perpetual putting mm-hmm. off of the thing that I want to do, but it's a promise that I'm making to myself that I'm going to do the work and take the steps and do it. But also I, I also kind of had in mind a little bit of a double meaning of like, hey, you're going to face challenges. There's going to mm-hmm. come a point when you're doing your thing yeah. and it just becomes tedious. You don't see the results right away. And so, you know, the sentence that I had in mind is, man, I've faced a lot of challenges. But then you add the word yet, like yet mm-hmm. I persevered, yet I kept mm-hmm. going. And so I, I love that you talked about that because you're, you're right, man. Like at the end of the day, if you don't have an enthusiasm and excitement for the thing that you're doing the challenges are going to be enough to crush it. So, yeah, uh, yeah you're just selling widgets then you're just selling that's stuff, right. you know, just schlepping, you know, your product. But I, I love your branding on the, on your new podcast. And the, Thank the you. thing that I, that you just said just kind of struck a chord in me is that it's, you know, th- that's such a key word yet is such a key word. It's not only, you know, it's not yet, you know, it's coming or whatever. That is actually a declaration of intent. Yes. Yeah. You know, what a, what a strong statement. I haven't written my book yet. Yet means, but I am going to. That's it. But I will, you know? So, uh, yeah, I I just want to applaud your, your approach there. That's just really good. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks. I had a, I had a list of like 75 potential names and this is the one that we landed (laughs) on. So, uh, yeah, I appreciate that. Hey listeners. Are you in search of a simple and sustainable approach to kickstart your wellness journey? Are you overwhelmed by all the different options for wellness and fitness programs, and you're not interested in counting calories or saying goodbye to your favorite foods? If that's you, you need to meet my friend Carrie. She runs a virtual wellness community, and she wants to connect with you personally, understand your unique goals, and then plug you into tools and resources to help you reach your fitness and wellness milestones. Right now, she's offering a special for listeners of the Yet Podcast. You can join her Fit Fam Crew, which is a community that embraces your current life season and offers support, camaraderie, and accountability to help you achieve your unique goals. And right now, you can get $40 off membership into the Fit Fam Crew. So if you're ready to embark on this journey with Carrie and others, reach out to her on Instagram. It's Carrie underscore made for more. That's C-A-R-R-I-E underscore made the number four and the word more and use the promo code yet to get this offer. Until January 31st, 2024, yet listeners are going to get $40 off. Plus when you buy one year, you'll get another year completely free. This includes access to Carrie's personal accountability group, 
a month's supply of supplements, meal plans, and access to over 8,000 programs and even more. To snag this offer today, contact Carrie underscore made for more on Instagram and use promo code yet. Back to the show. Kevin, so one of the goals that I have with this podcast is I want to encourage people who are maybe just starting out. So one of the things that has always been interesting to me is think about those times in my life where someone has said or done something super encouraging to me. So I'm curious from your perspective, what's the most encouraging thing that somebody else has ever said to you? So uh, this is such a great question. I, um, I, I remember we were, I was in Ethiopia with uh with my boss over that whole region okay and he and i just took a quick walk it was during a meeting and we just had a break and we just took a walk down a little dirt road there and and uh you know he just turned to me and and he it was very simple but he looked at me and he said he said kevin you are a friend maker wow and i thought you know i'm start crying right now thinking about it. i'm thinking what a what an incredibly encouraging thing to say to somebody about you know, who doesn't want to be a friend maker? Yeah. Who doesn't want to, to say, you know what, this is the vibe that I want to give off when I encounter people, when I network with them, when I build community with them, when I, you know, when we struggle together, you know, I want to be known as a friend maker. And, wow. you know, yeah. for him to say that somebody I highly respected sure. to say that to me, that was a big deal. That's awesome. Well, man, yeah, what an encouragement. And brother, having known you for a decade, I can affirm that. You really are. That and man, what a but that I, I can imagine something like that, man. That just that just puts wind under your wings, man. Like no what doubt a, about it. Oh man, that's awesome. Thank you no so doubt much about for it. sharing that. That is really yeah, I appreciate good. Appreciate that. Yep. Yeah. Talk about it as you you've kind of been in this entrepreneurial world really your whole life. Um, but specifically with the podcast over the last, you know, five, six years, what are some of the key traits that the people who are doing these amazing things have in common? Like, are there, if you could think about all the people that you've talked to, your experience, like, are there five or six, like, Hey, everybody I've talked to does this or has this type of personality, or is it just kind of a mix of all different types of folks across the board? Um, that's a great question. I, I think that there is no, there's no, uh, prototype, you know, so to speak, you, you, you can't see them walking down the street and go that that's yeah. it. That's the yeah. person. Um, I do think that there are some common characteristics. I think that they, um, they have an extra gear that helps them follow through. You know, we talked a little bit about getting through the dip a second ago, yeah. you know, they, they don't stop at the first hurdle, you know, 90% of people will, would stop at that first obstacle, you know, the first time something doesn't work and they don't see it as failure. They see it as a pivot and yeah. that's a completely different mindset. You know, I'm just, I'm adjusting, I'm learning, I'm failing forward, you know, mm. so to speak. Um, I think the other one that, uh, that is important is you're always going to need help. So how can you start adding value to other people before you ask them for something? Mm, you know, yeah. how can you, how can you offer to help before you need help? Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. So I, those are two pretty key. I think, uh, you know, fail forward, keep going and, and then just really just add value, 
try to add yeah. value before you ask for it. That's great. So as you think about, and you can answer this I, either podcast specific or just kind of the broader, like entrepreneurial, like goal, you know, whatever, what are some mistakes that you see mm. that are common that people make when they, when they're first starting out specifically, because yeah. that's kind of the focus of what I'm doing with this podcast is people who are kind of just dipping their toe in, or maybe they've made mm -hmm. a little bit of progress, but they haven't reached the top of the mountain yet. What are some of the key mistakes that you've seen people make along the way? So it's, it really is unrealistic expectations. So if you expect this thing to work a hundred percent right off the bat, it's going to, it's, it's that upward, you know, right uh, yeah. hockey stick growth pattern trend yeah. that you think is going to happen. Um, there's certainly going to be issues. There's certainly going to be obstacles. There's certainly going to be setbacks. And I think they quit too soon. Hmm. I think they quit instead of persevering through that. Yeah. The other big one, and th and I ask this question on my podcast a lot to, to people, you know, what, what have you learned? What would be helpful to, you know, other founders or whatever? Um, often they talk about, they, they built a service or a product based on their own need or mm. based on what they thought was a great product or service and had no product market research, no product market fit. Sure. It might've been a great product, but there's no market for it, you know, <laughs> yeah. or it's the yeah. wrong timing. You know, mm. you, if you did an AI bot startup five years ago, it would have been too early. That's right. You know, yeah. so you have to, the timing's key, the market's key. You have to identify that and get research, you know, get feedback before you go all in on something. So those two things I think are, are big. That's awesome. I think that'll be super helpful for our listeners. So thanks. Thanks for that. So you're doing the uh, Rising Tide podcast. You've been doing it for several years. Mm -hmm. Is this something, and actually, so the, uh, the perseverance that you just touched on, I, I think I saw on one of your early social media posts about some stat about the number of podcasts that kind of mail it in after a short yeah. period of time. So that kind of speaks to uh, what you were saying. And, and I, I appreciate the, uh, the longevity and the endurance. How long are you going to keep doing the podcast? Like, is, have you, have you reached your goal? Is this, is this a thing that's going to continue in the foreseeable future? Or what are, what are your plans? I guess another way to ask is like, what's next for you? So I, I just started in August it, from January 1, 2018. It was a weekly podcast. And, and if you've ever tried to do something every week, <laughs> that that takes some, you know, you've got to have a little character in there. You've got to have a little perseverance sure. and yeah. you're going to, you're going to have a, you know, a, a published date come up and no guest, you know, and you're going to be <laughs> right. scrambling and calling people on the phone that day and say, can we talk over lunch? You know, type thing. But, yeah. 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 Um, I, the thing that was the tipping point was I just love the community. I love the people that I'm, I, so, cause I stay connected to them. I'm, you know, we're, we're connected on LinkedIn. We message back and forth. If, if I see two former guests that have some need in common or one can provide the, the solution to another one, I yeah. immediately connect them together, you know, so awesome. I, and not a penny. I mean, this is just, this is pro bono. That podcast pays nothing. Um, I just love the space, but like I said, everything else is built from that. So. Um, I did notice that I would interview like founders and they would go on dozens of podcasts and be offered, be asked the same questions. And so the only thing they were leveraging were podcast audiences, Yeah, you know, just the same different audiences every time. But podcasts generally don't have huge listener numbers. 
Right. I mean, it's right. a very small percentage that have, you know, 10,000 sure. listeners, you know, a month. So um, I started asking founders, what if you had a chance to go deeper? What if you had a chance to be the guest on your own podcast twice a month, you know, and then out of that, you know what, with a transcript, you can write a book, you can have content for social media, you can become an authority in your, in your industry. You can share this, this content on a blog or write articles out of it or whatever. And yeah. that started resonating with, with founders. So that's where the, the monetary side came in. Okay. So I also do that through a company called Pod Brand Media. And that okay. is where I, I do podcasts for companies, individuals, brands, you know, so oh, awesome. they can be the, the guest or we interview their, their potential key clients. Yeah. And it's a lead generation strategy. You know, it's not like bait and switch because it is, it's great content in a vertical. But if there's a connection, if there's a, if there's an opportunity to do a joint venture or to work together, then we have a warm connection after the podcast interview. So that's working really well too. I love the idea of community that you talked about. And that's actually mm -hmm. one of like my three stated goals. When I set out to do this podcast, I want to first encourage the people who have always had this idea, but haven't done it. Right. I want to amplify stories of people like you who are in the fight doing awesome things. And I want to build a community where we can bounce ideas off of one another, encourage one another. I have this picture in my mind of like a year, two years from now, I'm hosting a live event where mm -hmm. former guests can all get together. We have, maybe we've got a guest speaker. My, uh, my friend who's got a catering business is going to cater the event. Like I just love, I just have this yep. picture in my mind of like literally physically bringing everybody together. And it's that same thing where like, oh, you need t-shirts? I got a t-shirt girl. Let me introduce you to Danielle, right? Like that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and I just, I just love that, man. Like we can, there's so much, um, creativity, so much ingenuity, so much good work mm -hmm. out there that people are doing. Yep. And most of the people that I've talked to are more than willing to, to add value and help out. So I just love that community aspect of it too. All right. Well, Kevin, we are, we're running out of time here. So I have a couple of questions before we wrap up. This has been awesome. First question. If someone came to you and had an idea. Maybe they want to do a podcast. Maybe they have a business idea, whatever it is. They want to do something, but it's a big, like one of, one of the big hairy, audacious goals. Mm -hmm. That's like, uh, it's, it's like looking up at the top of a mountain peak. How do I yep. ever get there? What, what advice would you give that person who's just starting out? They, maybe they've got tons of energy mm -hmm. and they're, they're a little fuzzy on the details, but they see the destination and they want to get there. What's, what's the advice you would give to that person? I think back at, at a conversation you and I had at a Chick-fil-A, you know, uh, that earlier this, this year that said, you know, you, you said, I've got a whiteboard full of sticky notes and <laughs> yeah. I said, okay, go home and find the top three. Yes. I love that. You know, narrow down, just continue to narrow down. Another thing is you've got to reverse engineer. So if you know what the goal is that you're trying to achieve, Reverse engineer small steps, small yes. incremental, like micro goals or micro strategies or tactics or whatever that are that are going to get you to that because you're not going to go from A to Z. You're going to go from A to B. You may go from B to D, but it's these are going to be small steps in, in the same direction. And I think that's where the perseverance comes in. And you can also see it's easier to measure growth. And be encouraged by that growth if you have smaller steps that you're trying to achieve. Yeah. And that is, that's a psychological 
you know, for sure thing that will help you keep going in that direction. Yeah. I sat on my idea to write a book for years and recently I've been Mm -hmm. doing that consistently. Now I'm, I'm I'm near 50,000 words. I'm going to finish my draft by the end of the year. So, but it, but if I had sat down and said, let me sit down and write this book now, right. I would have never done it. So I, I love that. Okay. Last question. Where can people find out more about you? You mentioned the podcast, the pod mm-hmm. brand media. How do people find you have a website, social media? How do people get in touch? So the two places I spend the most time at one, one place I spend the most time is LinkedIn. I mean, I'm, okay. I'm on LinkedIn. My name is Kevin. Last name is Pruitt. P-R-E-W-E-T-T. There's not very many of us around. So I think there's a doctor in California and some guy living in Ireland. So um, you can probably Neither find are you. one. Yeah. Neither are me. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, But podbrandmedia.com, all one okay. word, is the, uh, is the website that uh, I think you can learn more about the service we provide. And I'd love to talk to people that, uh, you know, might want, want to leverage that for their company or their brand or you know, whatever they're trying to achieve. And so whether it's solopreneurs or, or freelancers, um, I think it's a, it's just a good way to either create content or generate leads for them. So um, those are the two, two places that I think is best to find me online. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I'll include that in the uh, show notes so people can have access to that. Kevin, this has been super encouraging. It's always encouraging talking to you. I really appreciate you giving the time today on the podcast. Thank you so much, man. I hope you have a great day. Thanks, TC. Thanks for having me on. Thank you to the so many people who have listened and rated and reviewed the shows. I really appreciate all the encouragement you've sent my way. And please keep it coming. If you have questions or guests you think I should bring on, I would love to connect. You can send me an email at yetpodcast at gmail.com. Follow me on Instagram. It's yetpodcast. And please, please rate and review the show on Apple and Spotify. It means so much and it helps other people connect with these great stories, encouragements, tips, and ideas. I want to read to you a review that I got recently from Brittany R. She says, just press play. This is a good one. Awesome podcast with very good practical tips and encouragement to get going with your goals and ideas. Thank you so much, Brittany, and thanks to you for listening to this week's episode. Until next time, keep working on your goals, and I'll see you soon.